Welcome to the Leader's Life Podcast, where we implement that old school grind with that new school mind. What is up, fam? I'm your host, Amar. And before we get going, please make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out. Today, I have a special, special guest, amazing person, amazing friend. She is a personal development coach and certified heart math mentor, very passionate about helping people step into their highest version of themselves by discovering and unlocking the power within their hearts. Without further ado, Miss Lauren Pena. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Oh, just fabulous. I'm excited about this topic because um, from, from the get-go, before we get started with this, everybody always says, go with your gut, go with your gut. So if, if you ever question, go with your gut, go with your gut, this is an episode you cannot miss. So Lauren, before we get started, let everybody know a little bit about you. Yeah. Oh gosh, this question, it always gets me. I'm like, what do I say? I could say a lot of things. I could say like two things. Uh, you know, I live in Austin, Texas, and that is a fun place to be. Everybody's coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've been here for a while, for seven years now. Um, I've been coaching for the past three years. And it has been the single most fulfilling thing I've ever done. I had a really cool career in social media, um, got a chance to work with a lot of cool like brands. And then all of a sudden it was like 2020 really just kind of changed things for me in a lot of ways. Obviously it did for a lot of people, but um, it was like the turning point for me and knowing that there was something else I needed to be doing. And um yeah, I really stepped into coaching further because I had already kind of started, but yeah, it, it was a big personal growth moment and a career moment and it's led me to here and it's been fun. It is. I mean, and uh, just a little background, uh, I've met Lauren through that mentor program as part of Rob Dial and Dean DeVries on the Business Breakthrough Program and the School of Online Coaches. And uh, Lauren is uh, a little bit close to Rob Dial and she, <laughs> she knows him. And uh, that's, that's how we met. And Lauren's coached hundreds of hundreds of coaches and have just seen amazing results. So uh, it's pretty cool that we met her through that. A lot of the people in my circle, in my life are from this mentor program because we have one goal, kind of like we said in the, in the, uh, in the beginning is, is to step into the highest version of ourselves or helping people get into their highest version of themselves. So with that being said, why don't you explain what heart math is? What is heart math? Why is heart math important, especially today? So what is it? Mm, okay. So heart math, just to give you some background, is a research institute in California, and they do some amazing work around getting more information about how your heart and your brain are connected and how to like fully utilize the power of your heart. And they, I mean, I'm not going to go too deep into the science because it's not my forte, but it's really incredible. And really the thing that I think is so important, especially today, is that I think as a society, we're so heavy in our heads that it causes so many things, right? Like from anxiety, depression, um, there's loneliness that comes from like some of the thoughts that come with just rumination, right? And so like you're super heavy in the head. And what heart math has done is come up with some really great techniques to help people get out of their head and into their heart. And especially after, you know, 2020 and all the uncertainty that came with that. And I mean, there's still a fair share of uncertainty in the world today, obviously, 
So these tools, I feel like are more important than ever um, and really just helping people utilize what they already have within their body to be able to get themselves through tough situations. Perfect. I love that. Love the way you broke that down because so in a nutshell, it's getting out of your head and following your heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So then what, what made Lauren get into the heart math or join heart math? Because I mean, we've seen, there's so many different amazing programs, but you specifically chose heart math. What got you into heart math and why heart math? Yeah. So it, um, I discovered it from a friend who had recommended it to me based on the fact that I was going through just a lot of anxiety. Um, and it's very empowering because of the fact that you get to use the tools that are already within you. You don't need anything else. You just get to go within and it helped me tremendously. And like, I would say I probably saw a huge difference within myself within a couple of weeks. Um, but the other part of this, and so that was great. Like I got to learn it as, you know, kind of a student, but the reason why I decided to get certified was because I had a whole lot of clients coming to me with, you know, between starting a business or coming up against self-limiting beliefs or just challenges or anxiety, right? Like I'm the only person with anxiety here. Um, you know, there's all of these different things, by the way. (laughs) Oh no, I know. (laughs) Um, but it, became such a strong pattern with my clients to see that they were super heavy in their head. And there's this infinite amount of knowledge and wisdom that is within our hearts. And I, you know, fully got to experience that within myself after making that switch um, from getting the tools to use on myself. So then I thought, you know what, this is absolutely something that I know the majority, if not all people really And so if I can help to facilitate other people in learning about this, I am all in. I mean, it was like one of those things, you know, when you learn something and you just kind of want to like shout it from the rooftop, like, why doesn't everybody know this? It's like, I mean, because heart, um, heart math does like a great job of explaining everything, but so, so that gives you a good understanding, but then also utilizing it yourself and you feel better. And then all of, you know, the changes I got to make, the success that I was able to see after I was able to utilize these tools was why I was like, oh, 100%, I need to become certified and I need to be helping to share these amazing tools. I agree with you a million percent because I've watched you personally, uh, you know, teach this to, to, to coaches and to see that what's held them back from moving forward in their business or moving forward in their life or moving forward for anything is they just keep going in their head. And, you know, or they're in their head or finding reasons, talking themselves out of it. So you said that and you brought up anxiety and I'm, I'm openly like, yeah, I'm, I have anxiety and I'm the type of person that will stay up all night thinking about if I have a a big to-do list and I'm just always, always uh, trying to think how I can make my next day better. So the fact that we just said right there, that's like a great tool. And when the fact that you go, yes, I just want to like, everybody should know this. Like, yeah, I know that feeling. That's that self-development when you hit that light bulb. So that yeah. was pretty, pretty awesome. So then I'm going to ask you this then. Why do people need to get out of their head and into their heart? Oh, gosh. You know, it's like, it's funny because I think a lot of people, there, there's, there's a good mix of people who feel like I know I'm, I'm in my head too much because I'm overthinking. And then there's some people who don't even realize that there's another option. 
And so um, the reason that it has been so powerful and that I think people really need to do this is because of the fact that you can think into circles about anything, right? You could think, you know, way too deeply about something that ends up just kind of spiraling out and making you feel, you know, helpless, right? Because you thought of every possible scenario and maybe it's empowering, maybe it's disempowering, you know? Or, um, you know, you're trying to make a decision and you just cannot figure out what to do. What is the right thing? Because you're thinking about all possible outcomes. But what's crazy, and I say crazy, but it's really not crazy. It's, it's just the way it is, is if you allow yourself some space to not have the constant like chatter going on in your brain, and you just silence that a little bit and lean into focusing on your heart space, right? Because what's happening there is that you're, you're shifting your attention from all the thoughts into just one central place, which is your heart. And um, what heart math teaches is how to um, obtain heart coherence. And so that is the optimal state in which your mind, your emotions are all in sync. And so when you allow yourself to just physically get into that state, you're actually able to sense or feel into what the right decision is. So you're cutting out all the chatter, all like potential fear, overthinking, overwhelm, right? That might make you question yourself, but you lean into like a steady place. Again, some people call it your gut. Some people call it your heart, you know, but it's that knowing and for me, I always tell people, I feel like your head is thinking, but your heart knows. And so if you want to think into a bunch of different directions, you can, but your heart is going to be a straight shooter. And so that I love because instead of potentially, you know, taking longer to try to figure out the right way to move, go to your heart, figure, like it will tell you, it will guide you. And you can go from there. And, and it's something that you can feel good about too, because instead of overthinking it, you felt into what was actually right for you. Love that. No, that, that, that you nailed it right there because what I was envisioning is that that person right now that's sitting in the sitting on that sofa, either stressed or anxious about whatever's going on. And they're thinking to myself, they're thinking to themselves, Hey, I'm not going to take action today. I got to take care of this. Got to worry about the kids. Got to do whatever it may be. But then you realize they're not into their hearts. So I'm going to ask you, what's the value in going into their heart and how do you get out of your head? Yeah. Well, do you want to do a heart lock-in with me really quick? Yeah. I mean, why not? Version. I'll do the fast version, but this is something, this is something anybody can do anywhere. Actually, there's a couple of things. I'll start with just heart focused breathing. Because okay. this is something that you can literally do anytime. You can do it while you're driving. You can do it while you're brushing your teeth. But what is great about this is because it's kind of like what I mentioned a second ago, you're trying to achieve heart coherence. So in those moments when, you know, like you're describing, there's a whole bunch of different scenarios running through your brain. You can get that to quiet down by focusing your attention on your heart and breathe. Imagine that the air is flowing in and out of your heart. And what this does, it starts to help you build up what heart math um, describes as resilience. So resilience is your capacity to prepare for or adapt to stress or to become more you know, resilient in challenges or when you're facing adversity, right? Like you want to help to create more resilience in life. 
And so by focusing your attention on your heart and breathing and literally like imagine the air going in and out of your heart so that your thought or so that your thoughts are redirected towards this point that in itself kind of clears out all that chatter because you're focusing on one thing and that in itself feels good, especially when you're overthinking and you're overwhelmed. It's like, oh, let me just think about one thing for a few seconds. So there's some relief that just comes with this practice alone. And so creating that space and that clarity for your mind to then be able to come up with, this is the one next thing that needs to happen, right? Like just giving your, I mean, I kind of like imagine it like, like giving it just a breath, like a moment to breathe you know, but you actually are physically breathing too, which is nice because when you're stressed or you're, you know, overthinking or overwhelmed or anxious, the first thing that's going to go is your, your breathing patterns are going to change and your heart rate's going to change and you're actually not performing optimally anymore. So this practice allows you to just kind of slow down and realign your, your, your brain and your heart connection, which is really powerful. It sounds super, you know, like, I don't know. It sounds really simple, but it makes a huge difference in how yeah. you're able to just function. <laughs> no, as I said, I've, I've, I've witnessed you, uh, I've witnessed you teach this and I've, I've done it with, with you in the teachings and it's, it's mind boggling how it works. And the hardest part for me, and I'm going to be very honest, was just being able to get grounded to do the, to actually do it. That was the hardest part for me. So any tips for you got somebody like, like me or somebody who's just always on a go, 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 go. It's like, come on, Lauren, I ain't got no time to figure, just sit down and ground myself. This is my life. But yeah, no. And this is the thing. It's a practice, right? So like, that's the same thing somebody would say in response to like, Hey, you should meditate, right? They're like, yeah, I don't have time for that. Okay. But here's the thing you actually will have more time to get things done because you gave your brain a second to slow down and actually figure things out rather than you going, uh, and just like getting caught up in the churn. You're probably not that productive when you are caught up in the churn like that. Yeah. Um, but this, that, that heart focused breathing, what I just described, this is something you can literally do while you're brushing your teeth, like washing dishes while you're driving, because you don't have to close your eyes or anything. The heart lock-in that I was saying that I could walk you through that one's more of a meditation and something that you would want to actually, you know, not be driving for. <laughs> um, but literally the more you practice, the better you will get at it. So, you know, I, I feel like this is a tool that you can use to obviously like overcome anxiety, um, help yourself just to, you know, become more resilient again. But the thing is, even when you're feeling good and you're in a good place in your life, this helps you maintain that baseline, right? Like, so that you're not, so that your body becomes used to being at this level rather than when you're kind of out of coherence, what ends up happening is you become that person where they almost like have a chip on their shoulder. Like they're ready to explode at any point in time. Mm -hmm. And so creating that resilience helps you become further from that person, right? Like somebody, there could be a trigger but because of the fact that you've spent more time really like calming yourself down, realigning, realigning the nervous system, essentially, and breathing, you're not on edge anymore where like a little tiny thing is going to, you know, push you over. Perfect. That, that was what I was going to ask you is that like, does this, can this also just besides this, the confused person, can this also benefit somebody who's just kind of that short fuse that like I've had, I'm about to fucking tick right now. Yes. 
Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I was also that person at one point in time. Like I, and people are like, what you were like, you had like an anger problem. And I'm like, it totally did. I didn't, it didn't come up all the time, but of course it came out. It came out the most around my family, right? It's always the people that you're closest to. And there was, I mean, I was just ready to, you know, take off at any point and was easily triggered. And so this helped tremendously because it's like, I would always, after the fact, after you blow up and get angry, then you're like, oh, why did I do that? Right? Like that was not worth it. I wish I would have just you know, been able to calm down, you know, there's that instant regret that, you know, it came out on the people that I love, like, you know, so when you give yourself space to actually like breathe and redirect your thoughts and focus for a few seconds, you're starting to give your brain oxygen to make better decisions. Therefore, the more you practice this, the more you build that resilience and you're not going to be triggered the same way. And so it's like, yeah, this is great for the people who are angry. Also, this is great for the people who are like, you know, just wanting to not be overwhelmed with thoughts, right? You might not be angry and you might actually be a really happy person, but there's just a lot going on in your head. So this is helpful for that. I mean, I tell people, like I was saying earlier, even if you're in a good mood and everything's great, remind your body what it's like to be here and kind of like, you know, thank it for that moment. But like when things do get tough, it's going to have already been so used to operating at this neutral baseline that it's easy for it to go back. Mm-hmm. Got it. So instead of hitting that emergency break, uh, break glass, you're saying pretty much as long as you practice it, kind of like exercising in, in a sense is what you're saying. It's kind of like working out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you've built up resilience. So this, you, you're stronger and better off for all that practice that you did because now you're, nobody can get to you. You're untouchable. I mean, how cool is that? <laughs> I love that. And yeah, we're, go, we're, we're going to do the heart math uh, right at, at the end of this. I have to go through the question because I want everybody to experience this and get the real, real version about this. So I think that's that's pretty pretty awesome that you're going to do that. Yeah. But I do want to ask you, because as you know, I'm a father of four. I got my wife, Shannon. And every every day, I mean, it's just like, it's it can be chaos. As much as we try to be organized, as much as we try to follow everything that we need to do. Yeah. It can be crazy. So you're saying, you know, uh, this is a good thing to practice, but to do this every day, right? For like Lauren or for Shannon or for Amar, mm-hmm. when does Lauren do it? And when would be the right time to do it for somebody, somebody who's listening right now? It's just like, you know what? Everything that Lauren is, is, is bringing up is me and I need to do better with this. I need to follow my, my heart instead of my mind what's a good tool to implement this, a good practice each and every day? And when, when would you say is the best time to do this? Mm -hmm. So the heart lock-in that we go through together towards the end, I would recommend doing this in the morning because it's kind of like, like a reset, kind of like you setting the tone for the day. And it's really great because it creates space between you waking up and you doing anything else. Like you don't have to just jump into your day and start chasing it, but you know, I always recommend meditation in the morning, and this would be a really great thing to add to it. So I like the morning practice um, for the heart lock-in. And then that heart focus breathing, what I recommend, like what I just talked about a second ago, where you're just focusing your, your heart space and imagining the air flowing in and out of your heart. You can literally do this, like I said, anytime. So if you can do it as many times as you remember to do it throughout the day, that's ideal. Um, the other thing that I tell people too, is if you work in a place that's stressful 
or, you know, you want to be able to leave work at, you know, at work and come home and be present with your family, this would be a good little like divider. <laughs> Recenter yourself, let that be there. And then, you know, start to do your heart lock-in or even just heart-focused breathing, but just let it be a nice little divider for your day so that you can leave behind what needs to be left behind and then be present, fully present in the next part of your day. Um, so as a divider somewhere, if you need it, and then at night when you're going to get ready for sleep or whatever, I think this is helpful for sleeping because if you're somebody who starts to think a lot when you're going to bed and you're like, oh, but I didn't do this or I didn't do that or blah, 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 blah. Like give your brain a moment to like, again, take a breath. Like let's start to calm down, clear out all those thoughts. I mean, I'm not saying they're not going to come back, but it's, it's helpful to have some space at the end of the day too, to just redirect your focus and watch. No, I love that. The fact that you, I mean, pretty much what you're saying is you can do it multiple times a day in order to, to do that. And for you, do you have an actual routine with HeartMath? Mm -hmm. Mine is in the morning, a hundred percent. I have to start my day off with it. It makes me a nicer person. <laughs> There's a difference between the Lauren that does it in the morning and the Lauren that doesn't. Um, I do it with a, my clients throughout the day. So like sometimes I'll get on a call with somebody and it's like, you can tell they're starting off and they're like, ah, right? Like you can just tell the energy is woo. So I'm like, before we even go into any of this, let's just do a quick heart lock-in. And it just, it's like sweeping away all the dust or like all the, the, the I like equate it to like a little snow globe. You know, you shake it up and there's just, it's everywhere, snow and glitter everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> But like, yes. you know, we do the heart lock-in or the heart focus breathing and it just all kind of falls so that we can see clearly through it again. Um, so for me, I end up doing it a few times throughout the day, uh, but that's really the extent of it. I haven't done it at night as much, but it has to happen for me in the morning, 100%. By the way, kudos on that analogy of the snow globe. I got it. I actually envisioned it. Good job <laughs> with that. So now we'll go back to it. So you just said it yourself you feel like you're a, you show up better for yourself when you do this in the morning, right? Yeah. Who else does it benefit by you doing that? I mean, I think Rob probably feels a lot better with it. <laughs> you know, my significant other for sure, cause I'm a nicer person. Um, I, I fully believe that my clients get a better version of me too, you know, when I've done this, because it's, it's also kind of tapping into what guidance I, my higher self can bring to me rather than me overthinking and thinking, Oh my God, you know, should we do this or should we do that? Or, you know, am I going to be able to give them the right information? But if I'm calm and I'm just trusting and I've had that time to like reset my calls with my clients are going to be a hundred times better, you know? So giving, I think they benefit large from this, but also my family, like I mentioned earlier, I used to, you know, if, if I got, they were the lucky ones usually right like my mom dad sisters <laughs> so um yeah i think that they've definitely been able to sense a difference in me too well that's awesome because once again it's like uh i mean you said it earlier it's like we kind of do lash out on our loved ones uh so the fact that you're able to implement that is, is pretty awesome and have you because with me i can tell you firsthand like shannon is like i'm ready when i'm ready so are you the type that's going to be like, try this out, try this out? Or are you kind of that lighthouse and says, hey, you know what? This is what it is. If you're interested, come on by. Yeah, um, I, I would say I've probably been both. 
<laughs> hey, like I said, like when I first learned about this, I was like, everybody needs to know about this. It, it's like the, somebody used this analogy once. They were like, we, our bodies are Ferraris, but we're driving them like a Ford. And I was like, whoa, that's so true because we, there's so much more that we're capable of doing when we allow our body to like fully function and we optimize it. And it's like this heart and the knowledge that we have within it, if we allow ourselves to tap into it and just clear out of our brain a little bit, like we're amazing. You know, there's so much more that we can do. By the way, your analogy game is fucking great, girl. <laughs> I'm just like Shit. for the Ferrari one. I'm telling you, somebody else said that. The snow globe, I'll take that one. I'll take okay, that. cool. No, I'm just saying, like, because it's it's a great, great, great example of it. So I love that. So now you brought up work, right? You brought up as far as um, you know, like going in there, being more present for your clients. So somebody. Now, just, just so we're all aware, this is not for just in the coaching world. This is not just for self-development. Now, I run multiple businesses. We got a bunch of people that we know have multiple businesses. So if you're working on your heart math, right, and you said to yourself, you show up better for your clients, right? Yeah. What has it actually done for your clients that they're aware of the heart math? Yes. So the, the biggest changes that I've noticed is around limiting beliefs because those have a, a huge capacity to just overtake us completely right and stop us dead in our tracks and so you know we work with a lot of people who are starting businesses and there's all i mean starting business is a journey in itself because you've got to push through way more than you ever anticipated you're going to have to so it really tests you as an individual and if you get caught up in the overthinking, then you're going to question things. You're probably not going to take action or you're going to, you know, make just like rash decisions or you're going to allow yourself to overthink to the point where, hey, like I knew I should have done this, but I was worried that X, Y, and Z. So I made that decision instead. Right. So that can actually really like hinder your ability to grow or your business to grow. And so for the people that I've worked with, I think the biggest thing is that they get a chance to clear out that overthinking. They're leaning into what they know they feel is right. And so it's a clear guide. And when you're coming from that place of that, like knowing rather than I think, right? Like this actually fully feels right in my body. Then you can move forward with so much more confidence. And so I've seen it to where it takes somebody from being almost just like frozen and not able to move forward with their business to being like, oh, you know what? Like I knew that all along. Now it feels so much more clear to me. And then they get that excitement back because they're no longer just getting held back by like fear or overthinking or questioning themselves because now they're like fully what feels right to them. And sure enough, they're like, oh, well, I knew it all along. That was a great decision, right? So now they have the confidence and they feel empowered to be able to, you know, start or run or grow their business how they want to. I love that. And I can resonate with what you said for, for what we do with the coaches, for example. I remember the first three weeks I joined the program. Mm -hmm. I can tell you right now, I was like, this doesn't work. I mean, you know, just talking myself out of it. And then I was on a call with Rob and he said something that stuck with me. And he said, if you think it's going to be a bitch, it's going to be a bitch. Yeah. And ever since that day, obviously I turned the switch on and 
and everything was great. But, but the fact, the fact that like you're saying it in business, whether you're in sales, whether you're in any, any industry, you're, you can utilize this because the question that I want to ask you that, that goes with this is like, even playing sports, right. Where people that are in sales. Okay. I'll use sports as an example. Hey, you know what? I'm 0 for 12. I'm 0 for 20. I'm, I have not gotten a hit. I've struck it out. I, I'm just not doing well. Or in sales, shit, Lauren, I have not signed 12, 13 people in a row right now. I'm going crazy. What is your advice to that person right there? Well, the thing is, it's like when you're stuck in a rut like that, you've got to take different action to get an outcome. So there's a good chance that the same thought patterns that got you started off into this rut are the same ones you're having now, but you're expecting something different. <laughs> like, come on guys. I mean, cause like I was listening to Joe Dispenza and he talks about how 90% of your thoughts are the exact same as the thoughts you had the day before. And so it's like, okay, unless you're going to give yourself some space to clear things out and be intentional about what you want moving forward, you're going to get the same result over and over and over again. So for those people, it's about saying, okay, what am I going to do different? And there's a good chance that because it's been such a long streak of, you know, missing out that you're going to be in your head about the fact that, oh my God, what if it happens again? Well, like, yeah, what if it happens again? But what if it doesn't? Because now you do something different. And so like, there's a good chance that, you know, your business was doing great or you were doing great before you kept striking out. So it's like allowing yourself the space to clear out the fear, the overthinking, the thoughts, and go into your heart about what made you passionate about that in the first place and reconnect with the emotions, reconnect with the experience of what that was like. Because right now you're really connected to losing or you're really connected to being stuck. And unless you allow yourself the space to let that go and reconnect with the other feeling, then that that's where the gold is. Like you, you actually can do that. And that's, what's cool about this is like when we do the heart lock in here in a little bit, it, you can fully put yourself into the emotional state of what it felt like when things were going well. And your body has that energetic memory. And so it's almost like it's experiencing that time all over again. Therefore, if you're trying to create that outcome, when you're fully experiencing it right now, it's going to remember and it's going to say, okay, this is what we need to do. And so it can actually unlock something new so that you can get the outcome that you want rather than just being stuck in that churn or like, you know, that rut. I love it. And like what you said, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, right? Isn't that insanity? Is what they say? <laughs> Something like that, right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, before I want to ask you one more question before we get into the, the heart math is um, people underestimate the power of going into their heart, right? Everybody's just like, I've actually heard it on a call one time. So I don't got time for that, right? Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I think it's, uh, it's pretty on par with like our culture. It's always about grind and the hustle and like think through things, make the right decision and, you know, power through. And I think it, part of why, I mean, I, I'm guilty of it too, right? Like I never knew before that I had the ability to lean into what was in my heart to find guidance. And I feel like a lot of people will hear that and be like, oh, that's airy fairy, right? Like whatever, you know, people don't give credit as much credit to, oh, well, 
how do you feel about that? As they would are like, what do you think about that? Right? Like everything is supposed to be like, we're just so heavy in our heads. And that's what we kind of have always used as a measurement of like, you know, creating success is like, you know, this person was such a thought leader and they, you know, did these things and thought through things and logic and blah, blah, blah. Right. But they never really, we never really were taught what's possible if we leaned into our heart, right. Or our gut. Some people, like I said, some people call it your gut, but like that so much value there. And, um, I mean, for anybody who questions it, I would say, give it a shot, right? Like you don't know until you try. Yep. I love it. And you said something that I am so guilty of, Lauren, like so guilty about where I'm hustle, 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 go, go, go. Don't eat sleep. Don't do anything. But at the time when I was going through that, it's because I just didn't want to sit with what's in my heart. I didn't want to sit with my feelings. I felt that going, 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 going. And the, the more and more I, I talk to you, talk to you talk, uh, about this, learning about this, I realize there's a lot of people who are just scared to feel because that's what that's kind of what I was. So, what's your advice to those people who are just scared to feel? Hey, here's the thing: I have worked with some people who say, like, I don't go into my heart because of, you know, my past, or you know, I am fearful of this. And really, the thing is, is it's going to stay there unless you allow yourself to face it and it's going to continue to hold you back and kind of like to what we were just saying like you're going it's always going to be a point where you get stuck you know and so at some point you have to kind of face what's in there but you also have to realize that there's so much more beyond like the fear your your the power of your heart is like, there's a lot of capacity for a lot of and there's and, and I know that makes people uncomfortable <laughs> but the more you start to kind of allow yourself to become well-versed with navigating those things, you allow yourself to start becoming comfortable with feeling those things, the more you're back in control. Like you're actually taking your power back because what's happening a lot of times when people are overthinking and feeling anxious is because they feel out of control. And that's very disempowering. You know, so as much as we talk about like, oh, that's airy fairy in your heart, it's like, actually, it's really freaking powerful because you don't, you might not realize how much that is holding you back. And when you can actually utilize everything that's there and sync it up with your brain, I mean, I'm not by any means like completely knocking using logic. <laughs> Obviously, that's very <laughs> much necessary too. But this is an amazing team, right? Like, use all of your tools, use your heart, use your brain together. We don't need to be like, you know, cutting ourselves short here when we have this amazing tool that we can use. I love that. That, that was powerful right there. Great, great answer to that. Because that's, I mean, let's be honest, that's the problem with the world right now is that they don't want to feel they rather just numb, go, go. So I hope, I hope, I hope that that's such at least one person right there because that was strong. So now Let's do this. Let's, let's, let's get going. So instruct everybody right now. What are we going to do? We're in a situation. I'm anxious. My mind's going a million miles an hour. Now yeah. shoot, talk to us. All right. So again, this, this is the extended version of that heart focused breathing that we talked about earlier, but this is what you would do when you're not driving, when you have to actually sit and this doesn't have to be forever right this is the other thing this could be pretty fast too um it can be as short or as long as you want but what would be best is to be able to sit somewhere comfortably 
and shut your eyes so that you're just focusing. Put your hand on your heart so that you can really connect and feel into what's going on there. And then you're gonna start with a heart-focused breathing. So imagining that the air is flowing in and out of your heart space. And you don't have to breathe any particular way, just whatever feels comfortable. But again, the main thing here is that you're focusing your attention on your heart and imagining the air flowing in and out of your heart space. So we can sit here for a few seconds. This is where it kind of is up to you. It can be as long or as short as you want. Just allow yourself to stay focused on your heart space. And then let's say we're feeling really anxious. So in that moment, you might wanna call in peace. So what you do is remember a time where you felt really at peace. It could be 10 years ago, it could be when you were a kid, it could be yesterday, it could be today, it could be whenever. Last week on the beach. Woo, I like it. So then how did you feel in that moment? What were the other emotions you were feeling? Just start- relaxed, grounded, um, stress-free, present with the family. Mm-hmm. Yep. Clear-headed. Love it. So breathe that into your heart. Those emotions, those feelings, that memory, imagine that's flowing in and out of your heart space. And again, you can sit here for as long as you want, keeping that focus on your heart. And then when you feel like you're ready, you can kind of join back into the world, open up your eyes. <laughs> I could have just taken a nap right there. <laughs> no, what's, what's awesome is I'm actually a little bit uh, grounded. And when you, when I, when you were saying, uh, think of a, a, a relaxing time or uh, what did you say? What was it? Exact? Peaceful time. Yeah. Um, it was at the beach where we were just walked out on the deck and just looking at that ocean. And I just envisioned that or just playing with, playing with the kids by the beach or just whatever. So um, that's pretty powerful right there. And how, and you did it, what, what was that? One minute? I mean, 30 seconds, one minute, whatever it was. And, and you're able to just move on. And then whatever was in my head, I don't even know what it was. It's, I'm present now. So mm-hmm. Shit works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it can be, like I said, as short as you want, as long as you want. The thing is, is you can also call in any emotion. So we were using the example of anxiety. So in that moment, I, you know, what came to mind for me was I want to feel peace. But this could also be maybe you're feeling angry. Okay, I want to feel, um, you know, just more calm. Maybe it's that you're really sad and you want to feel excited you want to feel happy maybe you're feeling like those limiting beliefs are coming in and you're just like oh my god what if i can't show up for my team or what if you know i end up losing this deal right you you're just feeling all of that you know limit coming up so then it's like okay well maybe you really want to call in confidence so you can recall a memory of any of these what what they call renewing emotions so that they help give you energy 
in that moment rather than depleting you. Cause that's also what's happening is you feel really depleted when you're in one of those negative states. So whatever renewing emotion you want to call in during that center part, it's up to you. That's awesome. So renewing emotions. So what's a, a quick like list of like ones that you use? Like I love, I love the the peace one. I thought for me, that's, that's what I need. Cause it actually, yeah. it just, it, it made me present. I wasn't going around. So that's a good one. Give it just quick examples of, of, of yeah. stuff that you use. So confidence, joy, excitement, my favorite, like sometimes you're in just such a bad mood <laughs> that you're like, I don't know what I need. Right. So like my go-to, if I'm anything is gratitude. Like how can I call in gratitude? Because the second you start to think about, okay, what's at least one thing I can be grateful for Oof, mood change. Like there's always something you can be grateful for. Like I'm awake today. Like I woke up, I have a dog, I have an amazing family. I have food, like whatever it is. Um, you know, gratitude, I feel like this is a really nice one to go to. Perfect. Well, I just want to let you know that I have a lot of gratitude for you taking your busy, busy time out of your crazy day to hop on the Leaders Life podcast. So I just want to tell you, thank you so much. You are freaking awesome. Now, before we get off, can you, first off, what's your definition of a leader? Oh, my definition of a leader. For me, I think a leader is somebody who has fully leaned into the highest version of themselves in order to bring that out in others, regardless of what the task is. Maybe it's that they have to lead the team to success, like win the championship, or maybe it's that they need to like lead the team to, you know, have like a rock star month and just kill it in sales, but whatever it is, like they've got to be the best version of themselves and bring out the best version in others. And that I think is a leader. And the way they do that is by getting out of their head and getting <laughs> their heart. <laughs> All right, Lauren. Now, how can the listeners just get, uh, just check, check out what, what you're up to, what you're offering. We all know that you're an amazing coach. You uh, are certified as heart math. So how can, how can uh, we get connected with you? My Instagram for sure. I will, I'm very present in those messages. So if you just want some info or to chat, send me a DM, but I'm um, Lauren underscore on a East a, so it's L A U R E N underscore a-N-A-I-S. Yes, and we will put it on the show notes. So once again, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lauren, for taking your time to out of your crazy day. This interview was badass. And that's that, everybody. So thank you so much for listening. Please, please, please make sure you share this, like this, and most importantly, subscribe. Thank you again for taking time out of your day. Remember, why not you? Why not now? Hope you all have an amazing, amazing day. Thanks again, Lori. Thank you.